Hey everybody, it's Megan here coming in with a quick announcement from beautiful, quarantined Colorado. That's right, I've made it here, and even though he is separated by two doors, you guys, you can probably hear, Pravi and Cooper made it too. What didn't make it yet is basically most of our, our stuff. Uh, I am crouched in a closet right now, and who knows, maybe this is the best sound quality it's ever been, I don't know, but uh, looking at the waveforms, I'm going to say probably not. Anyway, so that, that was what the uh, gap in our March mini madness, 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 was uh, because I was I was moving everything, all of the things. So while we kind of still, you know, get settled and get it together and our stuff gets here, uh, we'll still be playing out the rest of the March Mini Madness episodes in April. But hey, you know what? These are mad times. And then we will make our beautiful, wonderful, illustrious, glorious, some would say, return. While we just kind of uh, deal with some difficulties. Like, like I was supposed to have a uh, job waiting for me when I was coming here, but due to fun complications from everyone's favorite pesky pandemic, I'm currently waiting it out in unemployment. Luckily, RJ's able to work remote from his job, so we've got that, and that's good. But uh, if anyone can spare anything for our Patreon, you can get access to bonus content, to swag, stickers, t-shirts, posters, it's just real great and useful. I mean, obviously, I know a lot of people are in the same situation right now, so to always take care of yourself first. I mean, I feel like that goes without saying, but I said it anyway. You gotta take care of you. But for anyone who can spare a little, it's always meant the world to us, and it, it does so now more than ever. That's it. Patreon.com slash class. But that's enough of the bummers. Let's get to them good literature goofs. Take it away! You're listening to Oh No Lit Class. Mostly dead authors. Fresh takes. Ruining required reading, one book at a time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Ono Lit Class March Mini Madness, 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 Madness. Here, you, 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 you could join in on this if you want. Woo! Yeah. Yay, crowd noises, crowd noises. Um, I'm Megan, and with me today on this uh, mini episode is... I'm Paul, host of the Varmints Podcast. Hi, everybody. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for coming on. And Thanks for having me. Yeah, oh, t- always. We've never done a podcast before, I don't think. Together. <laughs> no, no, that was just a, a comment. <laughs> You've never done a podcast before, have you? <laughs> no, we've we've never done one together. I, I, yeah. I came on to Varmints and ruined it that one time with Donna. Oh, that was the best episode. You talked about jellyfish. Yes. I love that episode. Oh, shucks. I, I bet you say that to everyone who's podcasting. No, <laughs> not at all. So for those who are not aware, Varmints is a animal facts podcast. So bring, bringing our animal facts podcast guests up to two. We'll see if I can <laughs> collect some more. But uh, Paul, you can go a little bit more in detail on that. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's a, a, a podcast about animals, as you said. And every week we give you uh, some information about that animal, some little bonus facts, where that animal winds up in pop culture, where you can see that animal. 
Uh, we talk about whether or not we would eat that animal. You know, we, we give you as much as we can in about 45 minutes so that you go away knowing almost everything that there is to know about that animal. Everything that's important anyway. It is a fantastic show. It's an award-winning show, actually. We won an award that one time. Yes, we did. <laughs> you, you absolutely <laughs> did. But perhaps most importantly, it's a family-friendly show. It is. And so, Paul, I want you to, to really, like, take full advantage of the freedom you have right now. To just cuss up a fucking storm, my man. <laughs> I don't, I would have to make myself do that at this point. Like, it's so not, like, you just drop F-bombs left and right, and I just have to, like, it would sound forced if I did it. All right, that's that's fair. I don't want to, I don't want a forced swear. I want a natural, organic swear, and if I can't get that, then we'll, nah, you, we'll leave it be. Just just drop enough F-bombs for the both of us, and, and you'll be fine. That's on brand for you. It's like... I'm so- I can't do it. I don't know why. Yeah, RJ's gone, so I'm swearing for two now. <laughs> You're gonna be swearing for three here for the next few minutes. <laughs> I don't fucking know if I can fucking do it. <laughs> All right, so Paul, what have you come on the show to talk about? Because uh, unlike the last couple episodes, I le- I'm asking that legitimately, not just yeah. for our listeners' benefit, because Paul's like, I have a thing, and I-, I might not tell you. Do you want me to tell you? And I'm like, well, is it going to be funnier if you don't? And you were like, yes, it's going to be much funnier. <laughs> yes, I think so. So no pressure. <laughs> I-, I have confidence. I have faith in you, Megan. You are a, you are a seasoned podcaster. You're a very funny human being. And uh, yeah, I think this is going to be good. All right. So my thing is I picked out four kind of weird book habits people that read books have. One of these I know you feel very strongly about. So uh, yeah, just four little book book reading people weirdsies. <laughs> and there's the title of the episode. There you go. <laughs> four little book book people reading weirdsies. I already yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to go through these and I'm going to ask you about them. And then you're going to guess whether or not I am one of these people. Okay. All right. All right. The first one is book sniffing. Are you a book sniffer? <laughs> I'm sorry. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, the first thing that popped in my head is like like a PSA. Like, are your kids engaging in book sniffing? <laughs> More than 11. <laughs> Well, you know, it is one of those things that I think not many people admit to. Yes, that's you know, that's fair. it's kind of like when you were when you were in high school, and nobody wanted to talk about masturbation, and nobody nobody wanted to be that person that was doing that, but like everybody was doing it. I don't know how it was when you were in school, but that's how it was when I was in school. It was like, oh no, we were all just like, hey, you masturbate yesterday? Hell yeah! Yeah, no, this this was Florida in the mid eighties. You, you didn't. You no, never admitted we didn't to jerking talk about off. masturbating. I'm an adult. I don't talk about it now. <laughs> I think book sniffing is kind of like the uh, the literary equivalent of that. Hmm. See, I always thought the literary equivalent of masturbation was English professors writing stories about English professors who commit adultery with their students. But we can go with book sniffing. Uh, or that. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> book sniffing. No, I, I do not engage in book sniffing. A lot of times because as a, just as a habit of buying books like secondhand for school and stuff as they tended to be on the sort of mustier side. Um, I've definitely engaged in Barnes and Noble huffing, though. Where, like, you just enter the Barnes and Noble and you just, like, are like, <sighs> and it's like, uh, it's like in 
Star Wars, the the Force Awakens, when when Han and Chewie get back on the Falcon, and Han's just like, "We're home." Sure. So so you like going into a Barnes and Noble, and the overall sort of melange of various books and magazines kind of combine to create a, a certain a particular smell, and that's what you enjoy. Yes. If they made a Yankee Candle of that shit, I'd be on that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so so now I'm supposed to guess if you uh, participate in book huffing. Yes. Um, hmm. I'm going to say yes. You are correct. <laughs> I am just... a big time book sniffer. <laughs> I love the smell of old books. I think it started when I was a kid because Dr. Seuss books have a very particular smell to them. I don't know if it's the paper. I don't know if it's the ink. I don't know what it is. They still do. They still have that smell. But the smell of an old book or certain types of books... Oh, I do. Yeah, it's. I love it. I do. <laughs> I am no longer an ashamed book sniffer. I no. am out. Phoebe, out and out. proud with your book sniffing. It gets right. <laughs> <laughs> Even like National Geographic magazines, when I was a kid, I looked at them for two reasons. And one of them was because the, the, uh, the smell of a National Geographic magazine. I, I was do. Yeah. Amazing. I do actually remember that because we did have a subscription to National Geographic when I was a kid. And yeah, no, there's a there's a very particular smell. Yeah. And apparently you just like to get all up in that. Yeah. <laughs> also, it was where my little eight year old self could see boobies once in a while. So there was <laughs> the two reasons to look at National Geographic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, remember, we're not apologizing. I'm- <laughs> this is a judgment-free space except yes. for when it's not <laughs> so i feel like what we're in we're like uh five minutes into this and you've already learned some things about me yep i just i, I really love the idea of people listening to this show who may not have listened to varmints before and they're gonna go listen to varmints which everyone absolutely should because it's great and yes. but the whole time they're gonna, be like, they're gonna be like that Paul's a dirty book sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> and he read National Geographic or, for the boobies. Or, yeah. <laughs> or they're going to say, hey, I'm a book sniffer too. This guy is my ally. That's true, actually. And I'm going to support his show. <laughs> that's that's true. I, I might actually be alienating a large portion of our audience <laughs> and not even realize it. All right. All right. Let's, what's number two? The num- number two. And uh, I know... I, I, I'm pretty sure you have feelings about this one. When you're, when you're putting down the book for a little while, you're going to come back to it dog-earing the corner of the pages. Define a little while. Uh, this was, I'm going to say, six months to a year ago. I think there was a discussion. Oh, no, I mean, like, how long you're putting the book down, not how long ago. Oh, no, no, I, 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 any amount of time. Like, oh, okay. I'm going to come back to this tomorrow. Gotcha, uh, okay. You know, because I need some sleep. Oh, I thought you meant so, <laughs> long ago we talked about this. Yeah, because I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm a dirty, dirty dog earer. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, I thought dog earing the pages was like horrifying to you for some reason. No, no, I was one of the people who had to be like, I'm, I'm deeply ashamed of myself, but I will dog ear the pages of a book. Like I've got books that I've held, I've had for like over a decade and. There's just little bends, (laughs) and sometimes I'll stop it in a place where I've stopped it before, and it's almost like a like a sentimental, like ah, this this bend is already here, old friend. (laughs) 
For some reason, I thought that in your eyes, all people that dog-eared book pages were monsters. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. It may have been someone else because a lot of people in the uh, in in the Ono the Class Facebook group, which is what we are referring to for any who might not know, um, is full of people with a lot of really intense opinions on on books. And a lot of people who don't have intense opinions on books, but who think it's really funny to show pictures of some of the most demented things people have used as bookmarks in order to incite (laughs) horror and disgust among uh, the rest of uh, the people in the group. (laughs) Well, I I, I can't imagine that people in Facebook groups have strong opinions on things. (laughs) That just seems weird to me. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. (laughs) No, our, our Facebook group is shockingly delightful yeah no they're great so when you when you get a book from the library if you get books from the library do you dog ear those pages too no because that's not mine okay that's that's where i draw the line it's if it's not my property then yeah i'm I'm using a bookmark i'm not i'm not an animal (laughs) (laughs) but if it's my book I mean, if it has a dust jacket also, like if it has a built-in bookmark, I don't feel the need to dog ear. It's, this is purely a paperback practice. Sure. You're not even, you're not even going to congratulate me on that fucking alliteration, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long week. Good job, Megan. Nice Thank alliteration. You. Validate me, why don't you? <laughs> so are you a dog earer? I, I am a, I'm a dog ear person in recovery. I have done it to library books. <gasps> Paul. I know. I know. Now when I get a book from the library, you know what I use as a bookmark? What? My little receipt that you get to tell you the when the book is going to be due. See, that's perfect. Yeah. It's made, it's made for it, really. Yeah. My, my wife got me a, a nice little bookmark. And I keep losing it, so I just use the library receipt. Yeah, I lose, I lose bookmarks all the time, which is why I dog your yeah. things. <laughs> So I, I am a reformed dog error person. That's not to say I'll never do it again. I might relapse, but <laughs> it's it's something you have to manage for the rest of your life. Actively. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> um... like... <laughs> there's no cure. No. What if you dog? How did you dog ear your Kindle? I don't. Know. That's not even a good joke. That was me trying to find my way to a joke and being like, I got nothing here. <laughs> Kindle ought to have that feature. Where you, you just bend it's it. It's like just electronic a bookmark, but it puts the little dog ear on the page for you. That would be a nice little touch. Oh, yeah, there we go. Because, yeah, what it does is it just literally puts like a little bookmark, and it's like, yeah. hey, that's not as satisfying to me. No, have a nice little animated dog ear across the top corner of the of the, uh, the book. That would be pretty cool. That would. That'd be like the, yeah. um, oh, what's skewamorph? It'd be like a, a skewamorph sensation. I think I'm yeah. pronouncing that right. I think you are too. I have no idea what that is, so I'm just going to take your word for it. <laughs> That's like how when you're using like the camera in your phone that it makes like the shutter click noise even uh, though it's not okay. your phone or that there's still a little floppy disk icon next to like save on a lot of like software even though we haven't used a floppy disk in decades. Well, see, I learned something today. That was pretty cool. Yeah, a skew morph. There you go. Occasionally, we learn things on this podcast. I'm saying I'm going to go out and dazzle one of my dumb friends with that pretty soon. I would look it up first to make sure that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> because we have a long and storied tradition here on this show of not doing that right. What? <laughs> All right. That's, that's two down. Two more. Two to down. Go. 
All right, the third one, I don't know if this is a big deal or not. Again, it might be to you. I don't know. Writing in books. So it uh, it depends, I guess. Because I've definitely never written in books that I've just, like, had and read for, like, pleasure. The only time I've written in books is to, like, take notes because it's, like, a school thing to, like... Um, like, I have a, a copy of uh, The Divine Comedy, and that's just full of notes and it's all written in and like stuff's underlined and there's definite sections next to which are comments just like really really <laughs> and the fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> which you know in hindsight are not particularly academically useful but yeah so yeah just not in books that you read for pleasure how about re- library books uh, again no, no again what what kind of what like what? I've, Who writes in a library book? I've seen it. I've seen it in books that I've gotten from the library. Have you written in a library book, Paul? I I, I haven't written in any book. Okay. I haven't written in a textbook. I haven't. Ri- I've never written in a book. Even books that were meant to be written in, I cannot write in them. <laughs> like like journals or something. Well, I mean that's a book of your own creation, right? No, well, I mean well, what's like, a book that like a workbook? Um, what's I've never tried one of those. Honestly, what, what's a book that's meant to be written in? I don't know, like um, like a textbook from school or like um, I have this cognitive be- behavioral therapy book that has blanks and like little charts and stuff that you're supposed to write in and I can never do that. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that either, but that's less writing in book problem and more uh, remembering to do the things you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to to help your brain problem. <laughs> yeah, but even when I was like in school and they had places in your book for you to write things in. Or, I mean, I've just never been able to write in any book at all. And I can't imagine writing in a library book, but I've seen it. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Monsters. Monsters. When I was When I was a kid in, like, middle and probably, if we're being honest with ourselves, high school, I do, because I have a doodling problem, because I have ADHD so badly, and what I would do to be able to like listen or whatever in classes, I would doodle constantly. I was always drawing shit and I would do it in my textbook. And sometimes it would just be a little like, if if, if, it was, if we're talking like circa end of middle school, beginning of high school, early 2000s, it was some little big eyed anime children. Or, you know, if I was feeling particularly saucy, depending on the book, I would just draw dongs on things. Because that's, that's the height of comedy when you're 14, is just drawing okay. dongs on things. You know what? I didn't even think about that. And so I, I have to change my uh, my stance. I have written in books before. <laughs> that's what I thought. See, it's the, it's the human condition to draw dongs on things in, yeah. when you are a, a horrible teenager. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was one of those too. I probably still am in a lot of ways. But yeah, okay. I have written in books. See... We're not just learning things about each other and about new words and terms. We're learning things about ourselves. It's it's wonderful. It is. This is magical. <laughs> it's an experience. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I guess that brings us uh, that brings us to our our final book br- reading things. People weird weirdsies. Weirdsies. Yeah. Weirdsies. What the fuck is a weirdsy, Paul? You know, everybody has their little weirdsies. You have them. I have them. People out there, they know what a little weirdsies are. 
like me just burying my face in a book and huffing it. That's a little weirdsy. <laughs> it is a little weirdsy. Yeah. And it also just, that sounds like a, like something that you have to say in like a British accent or something. <laughs> like some kind of like Peppa Pig shit where it's like, oh, look, what's, what's that going down the road there? And it's like a little like squiggle character and it's going like, that's just a little weirdsy. You've got to just let it be. Don't mess with it. Don't put your fingers in the weirdsy. <laughs> All right, number four. Skipping to the end of the book and immediately reading the last page or the last sentence or the last paragraph. No, bad, wrong. RJ does this, actually. He does this specific thing, and I think it is it I think it is downright sociopathic. Wow. Yeah, so you, you did it. You finally found one that I yeah. feel strongly about. It's not the one I thought it would be, but wow, there we go. <laughs> Jackpot. I gotcha. Um, yeah, no, like, I I will, if, like, a book is really boring, like, if I'm reading through it and I'm like, mm, this is not picking up, like, I'll skip ahead, like, a few pages or a chapter or something to kind of be like, all right, is anything going to happen? But just, just going to the end, looking at the end, and then going back is... Like, it's just the the height of a deeply disturbed individual. <laughs> wow. Which is probably why RJ does it. My goodness. Why, why, why would you do it? What would, what would motivate you? Are you? Do you do that? I, I, I'm on team RJ. I have <gasps> done it before. I don't do it every time, but I have done it before. All right. Give me your, your logic. Defend yourself. <laughs> okay, here here is one reason that I do it is because I think if I'm skeptical of a book and how I'm going to, if I'm going to enjoy it or, you know, how it's going to go, I think I will skip to the end and just read the last couple of sentences. And that'll give me an idea of if I think the journey is going to be worth it or not. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. I was going to say, how? I do it. There's no context. No. Like, I... <laughs> When I was in a, like, I never read Catcher in the Rye when I was in school. I didn't read that until I was an adult. And that's one of the books I, I did it with. Like, I skipped to the end. I read the last couple of sentences. And I said, eh, all right, I'll give it a try. And I started at the beginning and got to the end. And, you know, I don't, I don't think I was particularly spoiled. I don't think I particularly liked the book that much. Or, uh, or the character or anything about it. So, <laughs> or literally anything regarding it at all. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. So it, so it didn't even work then. It didn't really even work. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Does RJ have an explanation for why he does the things he does? Probably not. Not for most things. He just says exactly. he likes... He, his claim is that he likes to know. And I'm like, know what? And he's like, everything. He also reads the Wikipedia summary uh, for movies. Before he sees the movie? Yes. No! Yes. Because he says, actually, that there have been studies done... That you enjoy a story more when you know what it's about going in. And I said, that sounds insane. And he goes, that's also why I watched the last episode of a, a TV series before I started. Because he is very weird about TV, where for the most part, he only likes to watch something once it's done. In the case of, like, you know, uh, shows that have, like, the clear cut, like, beginning, middle, end thing, like Breaking Bad or something. Like, obviously not, like, a sitcom or anything like that, but... So, like, uh, his favorite show in the world is Six Feet Under, and that has the most, like, the finale for that show is insane, and in not insane, but it's, like, really intense and 
bonkers and I don't know how you could watch a whole like I don't want to spoil it in case anybody ever watches Six Feet Under even though that show is like 20 years old by now or something but like I just don't know how it's it's the same thing to me you're seeing the end of of the the what you just said about going to the end of a book that you're seeing the end of a thing you're not getting any context but you're still getting weird spoilers and then when you you go through the story when whatever medium it may take Oh, you're gonna be like, oh, hey, this character, I vaguely remember seeing or reading about them. I already know so whatever bad thing happens to them. See, I'm devolving into just nonsense talk because of how upset this makes me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think RJ takes it a, a couple of steps further. I mean, what he does makes reading the last page or the last sentence kind of like child's play. Like that, that is just... <laughs> monstrous behavior and the podcast listener doesn't know this but we are on video right now so i I want you to hold up one finger if you feel safe and two fingers if you need help like right now okay let the record show that she's held up three fingers which is useful to no one i don't know what that means but uh exactly i'll be sending somebody over send help daily welfare checks on you Oh, he's in. That's why he's uh, he's in Colorado now. I'm I'm safe. A, a nice, safe distance away where yes. he can spoil all the movies. How do you uh, going on Wikipedia and reading the plot on Wikipedia before you go watch the movie? Yeah. Now he won't do it all the time. In all fairness, like uh, we saw Parasite a little while ago, and you know that was one that everyone was saying like, go in cold, go in cold. Don't really look it up. And he listened. Yes, that one he did listen to. But if it's like a like a random movie or something, he likes to look it up ahead of time. A lot of times, so he could just kind of check out during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a he's a strange young man. Uh, although one thing that was really funny, we're just drifting so far away from books. But we watched we just finished watching The Americans, which is an amazing show that took us forever to get to. But the beauty of that is, again, you watch it all in one shot. And he didn't watch the last episode, but he did read the full Wikipedia. But what's funny is, as we were going through the show, he he did it right at the beginning, and he was misremembering things. And he'd be like, oh, oh, that guy. And I'm like, shut up, don't spoil anything. And then something would happen, he'd be like, wait, wait, shit, no, that wasn't. <laughs> I was just like, why did you even do this to yourself? Oh, boy. I don't know. RJ. (laughs) I have to have a talk with RJ. One day. One day you will. One day. Well, you you and or Donna, if we want to get really wild, need to come on and do like an episode proper. I know Donna wants to come on and do like Les Mis, and she needs to understand that it's going to be a very long time before that happens. (laughs) I would totally be up for that. Um, And then you can take him aside and just be like, hey, 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 bud. (laughs) (laughs) What what the fuck, bud? (laughs) (laughs) oh boy well i think today we can honestly say that we've lived we've laughed (laughs) we've learned we've learned (laughs) and we've loved that should be on a t-shirt yeah it's you know it's so catchy you should uh you should go patent that (laughs) go trademark that before it's too late soccer moms everywhere will just eat that up they might even eat pray love it up You left the door open. Bring, I had to. Bringing it, bringing it back down to a literary re- reference. That's perfect. That's a perfect place to end the show. We gotta end it somewhere. God knows. <laughs>
Oh man. All right. Thank you so much for, for coming on Paul and, and just exposing terrible truths about, about yourself, about me, about RJ, about perhaps humanity in general. Mm -hmm. And so once again, uh, let everybody know what you do and where they can check out you doing it. Cause I also varmints is not your only show. No, I have a I have an every now and then show called Check It In with Chomo, where I just rant and tell embarrassing stories about my life and give advice, and occasionally I read the boating forecast, and it's just really weird. Um, that's just my little side thing that I do every now and then. But my main thing is Varmints. It's a podcast about animals. You can find it absolutely anywhere, and um, yeah, it's like you say, it's family friendly. It's if you like animals and you don't want a lot of you know potty mouth talk like you're used to with Megan and RJ. <laughs> want a break if you want to be like i'd really love to listen to this episode about like giraffes but am i gonna hear about giraffe dick the whole time the answer is is, is no although you're you're, no. you're safe from that uh, think of it as a little palate cleanser to you know something to listen to in between episodes of oh no lit class yes something to make you feel yeah. clean again yes <laughs> and if you're a book sniffer if you're a fellow book sniffer the, this podcast is hosted by a friend and all are welcome <laughs> you're safe there book you're sniffers. safe it's a safe space for you fellow book sniffers <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you again thank you this was delightful it was so check back next week for another episode of March Mini Madness, Madness, Madness. Yay, madness. crowd noises, crowd noises. <sighs> yeah, there we go. Until then, I'm Megan. I'm Paul. We love you. We love you too. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hi there. It's <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> That's Megan. Megan, meet Bailey. Hi, Bailey. She says hi, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's all good. Normally, it's me uh, having to go do something with my cat in the middle of an episode. So no human interruption this time. Yep, that was uh, a little more rare.